back from our uh, short little break, and we have Gabby here this time, and we are going to um, kind of see what she got out of our reading today, and yeah, take it away. Awesome. So I'm here. I had some stuff to do. Um, but, um, <laughs> so I only really had like two major points that I saw or like that stuck out to me while I was reading through the notes. And um, the first one was there are similarities between God's work in Mary and in every believer. And uh, then there was like a sub note that says Jesus is made visible to the world through us. And I was like, wow, because like if, whenever you think about it, like the way that Lord, the Lord is like made present to other people is whenever, you know, people go to church, whenever people um, use scripture, whenever they're speaking to you, it's, you know, people talking about their beliefs with you, like, even if you have a different one, you know, disrespecting each other. So, you know, the Lord is made visible because of us, because we are so willing to share his work, to share his word, and to really word. Right. And, yeah. oh, actually, hold on, there was three notes. There's three notes, but uh, the second note was Mary magnified the Lord, um, as every believer should. Yeah, and I was like, "That's what we should be doing." You know, I it's I feel like it's very hard. I'm sorry if you guys can hear my siblings; they're arguing. Um, <laughs> I feel like that's kind of what we're called to do as believers: is really to just magnify the Lord's word to really shit out there you know it's kind of hard nowadays because you know you're afraid of you know disrespecting people or like people getting angry because they don't believe in the same thing and like they think that you're trying to push your beliefs onto them but as believers we're called to share his word we're called to share our belief and show the world like look like this is this is our truth this is this is you know something that is real even if you don't think it is, it is real. And the his word is my proof. Mm-hmm. And then third yeah, was in Mary's song, she's saying, my spirit has rejoiced in God, my savior. And the sub note was Mary needed a savior and she knew that. And really, we all need a savior. And, you know, I feel like we try to find saviors through things like significant others, through things, you know, like, you know, materialistic things like, you know, significant others through you know our phones through social media through literally anything else but god i feel like a lot of people now use god as like a last choice for their savior and that should really be your first choice because his word has everything for you everything that you could ever need is in the bible it's so big i think i I counted the pages in my bible the other day and it was like 1300 and something and i was like you know, my goal is to read this before I graduate. And it's huge. Like, and the fact that people believe that, like, there isn't every something for everything in there is crazy because it's huge. How could there not be something for everything in there? Everything. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, I mentioned this earlier. Um, in the first segment with Michaela, or maybe it was another podcast, another episode. <laughs> Anyways, but it still rings true. Um, you know, the Bible says like we do not. Sorry, totally no, wrong wording. 
can't talk. <laughs> Anyways, the Bible says that our battle is not against flesh and blood, but against, um, but against the powers and principalities of darkness. And how do we fight those things with, um, with the Bible, with the word, it says that it's, it's alive and it's active and it's sharper than any two edged sword. And you know, what you were saying is like, we have to be the light and we have to show Jesus to other people because we may be the only Jesus that they get to see in their lives. And I feel like our culture has become such an offensive uh, culture in, in a way that everyone gets offended by everything. Um, and there's this girl that I follow that like I, I on Instagram that I follow and um, I posted one of her posts onto my story the other day and it says speaking the truth in love is not judgmental. Like a lot of people are like, oh, you're forcing your religion, you're forcing your beliefs out my throat, and you're like, no, God loves you. It's like, that's not forcing anything. You want forcing, you can go back into the history where, you know, if the king was Protestant, then everyone had to be Protestant, or he'd kill them all off. Or if he was Catholic, then everyone had to be Catholic. It's like, that's forcing beliefs. But that's the, that's the beauty of free will. But, you know, she goes on to say, people are just uncomfortable because God's truth convicts the guilty heart. Um, and then the other one that I don't know, I just felt like I loved, you know, what she said. Um, it said, it's not our job for other people to believe God's word. It's our job for people to hear it and allow the spirit to soften their heart, to believe it and accept it. Like a waitress, it's not their job to make sure their customers like the food. It's their job to deliver it to them. And I just thought like, wow. Okay. Because how often do like we might share something that totally blows our mind or just blows us away with maybe a friend who isn't a believer or maybe someone who's uh new to the faith or just you know is unsure um because we all go through that time where we're just searching you know and we're still trying to make sense of you know everything going on in the world like for a couple of years ago that was abortion for me i i knew that you know, most Christians or, you know, all Christians pretty much were pro-life. And I was kind of like, yeah, yeah, okay. But then the more I dug into it, the more I was just convicted into, no, like abortion is, is wrong, you know, and you can stand however you want on that issue. But to me, um, like reading the word again, like that, that's our tool. That's our weapon to fight everything that goes on in the world. That's our weapon for everything. Um, and for me, how it was my weapon into, uh, I don't know how to word this, but like for um, kind of me deciding on abortion and where I stood on that, because it was coming up in school a lot. Um, it was, you know, where God says, like, I knew you before you were even conceived. I knit you together in your mother's womb and just like God knows us inside and out. And it says that I want to say in like Psalms, uh, 130, I don't know. It says that in Psalms, but that part of the Bible just kind of went, oh my gosh, you know? And I kind of realized you know, God is knitting together every single baby in the mother's womb. Um, And so, uh, I don't know, I feel like 
you can preach the truth however much you want. Um, and you can even take straight scripture from the Bible and you can start giving it to people and feeding them scriptures. Um, if you've ever tried having a conversation with an atheist or even a debate with an atheist, you can start like they'll pull scriptures from the Bible and they'll go, well, what about this person? You can back it up with all these other scriptures and going, no, that's not God, what God was saying. You're taking it out of context and you can keep hitting them with verse after verse after verse. And it's your job to deliver it, but it's not your job to make them believe it. That's the Holy Spirit's job. And I feel like that kind of takes off a lot of the pressure because you're like, okay, it's not my job. Um, God will open up their heart and let them receive what he wants them to receive at the right time. Um, and I also really like what you were saying, uh, Gabby, that Mary's life magnifies Jesus. Because we actually talked about that in the first segment of this episode, but we've taken it in a whole nother context. Well, I'm kind of, we were saying that, um, you know, she was, uh, her song where it says, you know, my soul magnifies the Lord. Uh, we were saying, you know, it resembles Hannah's song in first Samuel, which means that Mary was a woman who knew scripture and she had it written on her heart and out of the abundance of the heart flows the mouth. But um, I love how you were taking it and you were saying like, you know, she was light. She was, you know, she had God in her already before Jesus was physically in her womb. Um, like she, she knew God and she magnified him and to other people. Um, and however that comes out, whether it's in a conversation or um, even just walking out in your daily life, you know, Jesus says in John 13, 35, it says, um, by this, all people will know that you're my disciples if you have love for one another. Um, and in another, in another version, it says, you will know my disciples by the love they show. And what love do we show? We show God's love because that's what we receive. Um because that's one of the fruits of the spirit. Um, but yeah, I really liked how you, well, I mean, you took that. I'm going to be complete, you know, I mean, transparency with you guys. The only reason why I took it that way is because I haven't gotten just for Samuel yet. I'm still in Leviticus. I'm still only in Leviticus, which is like, oh my God, Gabby, you, you're going to graduate in like five months and you're still in, you're in Leviticus. <laughs> it's also like it's fine you know I'm still gonna try but uh you know the way I took it was just from exactly what I saw like she magnified the Lord you know she said look like you know just because you know you guys may not believe that I have Jesus in my womb does not mean that it's not true does not mean that you know ga- what Gabriel right. told me is not true just because you don't think it is you know, and I mean, mm-hmm. that's something that you could take to other people yeah. just because you don't think it's true does not mean that, you know, just because right. you don't think, what yeah. is it? What was I going to say? I think oxygen. I don't know who thinks oxygen is a real, but you want to know what, whatever. <laughs> it's fine. Just because people think that oxygen doesn't mean that oxygen is not real. Like, like you, do you see the connection right. I'm trying to make, but just like, uh, we- <laughs> yeah no no absolutely like just because uh like you know like we said earlier 
it's only your job to deliver it. It's not, it's, it's not the waitress's job to make sure that someone eats their food and enjoys their food. It's their job to deliver it. And the customer will choose when they want to eat it and they'll choose if they like it or not, you know? Um, and I'm not saying that, you know, when you give, when someone comes to Christ, they're not like, Oh my gosh, I hate this, but I'm doing it anyway. Like that's not how it's it not is. How it works. <laughs> um, because no, but, uh, I mean, and I think that's awesome that you're going through the it's whole my Bible. Goal. Um, and just an encouragement. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I mean, that's good, but like just an encouragement to you and maybe anyone else out there who's, um, you know, doing the same thing and is going like, okay, wait, I want to do all this, this, and this. Um, I just want to, you know, remind you of a verse that I often have to tell myself um, pretty much every single day that it's not by, it's not by works that we're saved. It's by faith. And it's not by works that God loves us. Like we can do, um, Jesus was talking to his disciples and, you know, they were saying like, well, you know, what if we get to heaven and, or no, wait, sorry. (laughs) I'm mixing things up, but Jesus was, uh, you know, telling like a parable almost. I think that's what it can be considered. But he was saying many will enter the kingdom of heaven and go, but Lord, we prophesied in your name. We delivered people from demons in your name. We, we healed people in your name. We did all of these amazing things for you. And Jesus just said, but I never knew you, you know? And so many are called to the kingdom of God, but few are chosen. And that means, you know, God calls everyone, but many few choose to pursue him. So I just want to say to you, Gabby, and maybe anyone else out there who's, you know, wanting to do all these things or read through the whole Bible in the next five months or whatever it is, God just loves that you're spending time with him. And more than anything, God loves your heart. And, you know, and that's apparent even, uh, I mean, going back to Luke in Mary's response in you know god choosing mary to carry jesus it's because she was a woman who a woman i said that weird um who knew scripture and had it written in her heart and she she was willing and she was obedient and god found favor with her um and you know he looks at your heart and more than anything that you could do more than anything that you can't do or end up not doing or end up failing miserably at he just loves your heart and he just loves your willingness and I mean, you know the only reason why but, i have uh, like my goal set like in this five months is a because i know winter break is coming up and i'm gonna have nothing to do during winter break so i'm gonna have a lot of time to spend with my bible and also right. because i have to give a speech at the baccalaureate at our high school and for some reason i feel mm-hmm. like in order to give like a really authentic, a really good speech, like to really convey what I want to convey, I have to at least get to like the New Testament by that time. Which I know is possible. Right. You know, I've I've been trying yeah. my hardest like to set aside just like ten minutes every day just to read how I can get through that day. And the Absolutely. whole purpose honestly, okay. So I've had a Bible, you know, like before. Like whenever I was a I never read through it because I was like, mm-hmm. dude, like, do it. Like, it's just words on a page at this point. But 
I got a note taking by right. I actually have to like read through it and like see what and like actually interpret things in the Bible in order to write in the margins. And it's like I want yeah. the margins to be full. I want to see like that I'm truly right. gaining something out of his word as he intends us. Yeah. That's why mind Yeah. And honestly, like e- even uh like just those are some very practical ways. Like uh I know that there are some very devout Christians who don't read their Bible and that's like you know, just drinking milk for the rest of your life and not having any actual food because, you know, the Bible, the word of God is the bread of life. Um, And so we need to be fed daily. And so uh, there's this really sweet, awesome, amazing human being I follow on Instagram, Emma Mae Jenkins, and she posted on her story a couple days ago um, and said there are 90 15 minute increments throughout your day. Um, and I don't know if that includes sleep or not. It might, I don't know. I'd have to do the math on that really quick. But even if that does include sleep, that leaves 45, 15 minute increments throughout your day. And she's saying out of all of those increments, just challenge yourself to set aside one, just one of those 15 minute increments to get into the word and to get into God's presence. And that was kind of like a a wake up call for me because I mean, of course, I was on my phone on Instagram and, you know, I saw that and I was like, I need to do that. And so just taking very, I mean, even if you want to like memorize more scripture, you can just go, I'm just going to take one verse, just one. And it can be, um, I don't know, let's look at Luke chapter one, verse 46. And Mary said, my soul praises the greatness of the Lord or my soul magnifies the Lord. And you can go, okay, well, this is, you know, what all of this means. I mean, we've just spent this whole episode kind of, uh, we've touched on that a couple of times, but just take one verse and memorize it for that one week. And by the end of the year, you'll have 52 verses memorized. Um, That's something that I want to start challenging myself to do. Um, I feel like there's, I have like a lot of verses in my head, but it's kind of like, well, somewhere in the Bible, it says this. Um, So I need to get better at finding the exact piece of, you know, where that verse is. But yeah, those are just, you know, some practical ways. And again, God just loves that you spend time with him. Um, Yeah. Oh, Oh, one more thing. Okay. So the method that I'm using whenever I'm doing my Bible is the word method. So the W is Word of God. You write down your favorite verse or yeah. verses from today's reading. And then um, it's o, o, the O is observations. Write down what stuck out to you. Uh, R is reflect. Apply, apply what you mm-hmm. read to your life. What did God reveal? And then D is devotion. What do you feel compelled you to tell God after today's reading? Yeah. Yeah, no, that's so good. I've I've seen a lot of different methods like that. There's another one, the acronym SOAP. And and <laughs> right, I I didn't realize like how many there were. And I can't remember what SOAP stands for. Um, I used it like one time way back in middle school when I was I saw uh, that one. visiting it's my scripture, cousin. It's scripture group up observation, in uh, analyze, and then prayer. 
analyze. That's what it was. Okay. I'm like, I feel like it was really simple, but, (laughs) but I mean, there's lots of great methods out there, but even like a while back I was going through, um, cause I feel like there's a lot of different songs or a lot of different, even sermons going, you know, base your faith on the promises of God, just trust in the promises of God. And I kind of went, I don't know what the promises of God are. So I just started going through Psalms and I went like, okay, one verse and I go and it goes like, I don't know, one of the verses that I read when something along the lines of, you know, when you put your trust in God, he will protect you or he will be your defender. Um, and it, you know, David was saying, you know, God, I thank you for being my defender after I put my trust in you, something along those lines. I'm paraphrasing, of course. Um, and I just kind of, I highlighted that and I went, that's a promise of God. And so I just kind of started going through Psalms and I, you know, highlighted things and I went, you know, that's a promise of God. That's a promise of God. So just kind of sit like in your quiet time or while you're reading the Bible and just go, God, what do you want to speak to me about today? Or what do you want me to know? Or what side of you do you want me to learn? Because I mean, he's infinite. And if you think that, you know, oh, I've read through the whole Bible, I already know everything. Um, Or, you know, I I know God, it's like, he'll come right back at you and go, "Uh uh-uh, I don't think so. There's way more to teach you. Um, But yeah, that's like Sadie Robertson says, work the Uh, word, just because you read it doesn't mean you're working it. Yeah. Amen. Yep. But, and really quick too, if, if any of you kind of feel like, you know, you're reading your Bible, but you're falling asleep and I mean, there's nothing, yeah. if you're tired, you not me. understand, okay. but <laughs> um, it just, yeah, yeah, if it just, yeah, if it's boring and if it just kind of words on a page, just start to just spend time in worship first, um, kind of prepare your heart and even just start asking God, like, bring the Bible to life for me, like bring it, just bring the word to life because it says that it, you know, the word of God is a, is living and it's active and it's breathing and it's, it's sharper than any two-edged sword. And I feel like a lot of Christians are just so turned off to that part of the Bible that it's like, oh yeah, okay, yeah, cool. Now I can quote scripture, but it's like, when it comes alive to you, it's just a mm-hmm. whole nother ball game. So, um, just start praying that it just it comes to life for you. Um, and I mean, That's even put I on some I worship. Um, just, just spend time. You know, like if I like, I have a lot of homework. I'll do homework yeah. to worship music instead of reading my Bible that night. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just. Do whatever, you know, just spend time with God. Um, Like this morning, I was in a bit of a rush. And I mean, while I was getting ready, I just had worship music going. And I, you know, it took me a little bit longer to get ready because, you know, I had worship music going and I just couldn't help it. But um, there's a song by Maverick City Music, and I'll end with this, but it's called Open Door. And it just says, you know, praise is an open door. It's an open door to an open heaven. I'll praise because I know there's more of your presence and you know and it just keeps going like here I'll keep making room do what you want to because I can't leave the way I came and 
Um, I talk about Maverick City music a lot on this podcast because I just I love their their vulnerability and their their authenticity. And I, I love that they do a lot of like, um, oh, gosh, what's it? Uh, spontaneous. I lost the word for a second. But they do a lot of spontaneous worship, and it's just, it's really awesome. But, my ending note, my yeah, ending note, this is going to be like, I don't know if it's too much information, but like literally the other day I was in the bathroom, and I was doing my thing as people normally do. But I was just like, okay, like I have way too much homework tonight. I can't read my Bible. I really don't want to listen to worship music because it's really, really late at night. And then I was kind of like, I'm just going to act like I'm going to have a conversation. Like, I'm going to act like I'm having a conversation with God. So I sat there for about five minutes and I just spoke to thin air you know to thin to thin air just acting like yeah you know I mean not that he isn't but like just pretending and I was just having a conversation with right just because something yeah to connect me that day you know something that day right right yeah I've I've done that you know quite a bit too and it just you know you do whatever you can because I mean you know you think you want an awesome relationship with God you think you really want to know him guess what he wants that even more um and yeah he just loves spending time with you whatever it may be but Anyways, thank you for listening to this week's episode. This is a bit of a longer episode, so apologies for that. But um, check us out uh, on our Instagram. uh, And also, uh, this podcast, wherever you're listening, just share it out. Share it with your friends if it's blessed you in any way. Um, And then we are available on outcast on breaker on apple on spotify on google music we're available on like 10 different platforms so um you know you can listen to it however you however you need to and then if you would also just rate us give us a review um let us know what you're liking and then if you follow us on instagram hilmar ftf hilmar face to face and that's uh at h-i-l-m-a-r-f-t-f um dm us let us know what you want to hear what you want to hear more of yeah. uh, just let us know what you're liking but yeah thank you guys for listening and we will see you next, next week. week bye everybody bye <laughs>